coming to you live from Rob's living room. It's the Mike and Rob podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Rob. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mike and Rob podcast. This is Mike coming to you live from Rob's living room on episode number 25. 25. Actually, it's not his living room, it's his dining room. Yeah. We're at the table this time, which is a little different. And we're yeah. doing things a little differently. It's actually a little more comfortable this way, I think. We may have to do it this way from now on. Maybe. Um, we're doing it a little differently today because we have a slightly different format because... Oh yeah? Yeah. Rob, I have a surprise for you. Okay. We have a special guest today on the show. <gasps> you seem really excited about this. Are that you was my Imagine Dragons seem? gasp. <laughs> oh, yeah. In that song, they do that. <laughs> um, yes, this is a, a, a guess. Take a guess out of the blue, but you, who you think our guest is. Is it be. her? That's. Yeah, but. Okay, you're a really good guesser. I guess that's yeah, the end of that. I win. Okay, so um, our our special guest is somebody who is a uh, big fan of the show. She's a Leo. Is she? <laughs> Aquarius. Keep going. Capricorn. Uh, Leo. <laughs> Cancer. Sagittarius. Um, Aries. Pluto. Taurus. What other ones are there? Virgo. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Virgo. Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad she gets that one because she has kids. Um, no, this is somebody from our past. Like, come back to haunt us, like in that Christmas Carol thing. But Don't a fun haunt. Like that. Yeah, it's like a fun like haunt. Casper, <laughs> you're a friendly ghost <laughs> without being dead. And uh, her name is Kristen. Hi, Yay. Kristen. What brings you to our neck of the woods for this podcast today? Oh, I won this great contest where I get to come and spend the evening with you guys. So excited. Glad you're able to hold on to that. Let's let's not like let the water go flying onto my computer or anything like that. Um, that would be bad. And uh, yeah, there was a contest for who listens to the podcast and lives somewhat nearby and has any inkling to actually be involved in such a thing. I won. <laughs> she was our only applicant. I also made up the contest. Just now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that was smart. I won. It was a Got good you move. on the show. Yep. Sure. Yep. Um, Kristen, how do you know us and how do we know you? Um, how do I know you, guys? I know you guys from, I would guess, high school. I know you from junior high. Really? I don't remember you in junior high. Well, Couldn't I was have there. been all that memorable. Yeah. Junior <laughs> high was dark time. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I you don't... guys went through some shit in junior high. Like, yeah, we sure did. It all was... that, you know crap about just being awkward That's in my junior yeah, high for was... me was like so so minuscule to what you all had to deal with well we dealt with that too but it got more deadly so i'm eating some food right now <laughs> yes you are because we shot a commercial here in rob's kitchen and what was the commercial for it was for a kickstarter video uh, actually, it's not for the Kickstarter. It's it's for a YouTube show of a cooking show. Plouf. Chef Plouf. <laughs> chef uh, Jean-Paul is a French uh, chef who's cooked all over the world in 40 different or 40 years in, in 10 different countries. And, and he decided to come cook in Rob's dining room? No, he didn't actually cook. We just shot an intro to his show. Um, they just basically put a bunch of food on the island that looked nice. 
like a big thing of grapes and some cheeses. It like he could like, have been here at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he was about to do some cooking here, but he didn't. Right. Oh, okay. And so the YouTube <clears throat> show, you'll see him cooking in his own kitchen. But here... Which looks nothing like this kitchen, right? No, right. Nothing. But the whole premise is, I'm Chef Jean-Paul. If I'm in a kitchen, I cook in it. And it's just, he just goes with it. So um, Rob was kind enough to let us use his house. And Jean-Paul and, and his other partner brought all his food over. And we're still eating it. So some amazing cheese. And wine. Don't forget the wine. <laughs> was it good? I, I'm not a wine connoisseur. What I brought think? my own wine. I always bring my own wine. You wine you? everywhere yeah, you go. Wine everywhere I go. What do you like to drink as far as wine goes? Well, I don't drink, actually. She was talking about whining. Yeah, whining. Oh, with yeah. an H. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. hining. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> Kristen, how did you come across this podcast in the first place? Um, I received a threatening email that I better <laughs> um, like the webpage or you might be shut down for not having enough likes. It wasn't that we would be shut down. Who said that? I it's something like that. We had you had to have twenty five followers or something like that. We only that was only to get um, our own personalized name on Facebook because otherwise it's facebook.com slash blah 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 all these like random numbers and letters. Okay, and you know what I just heard? Blah 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 blah. You needed to like my webpage, so yeah, I liked your pretty webpage. much. I mean, it was we. That's how we do it. First, we start with the scare tactic, and then we suck you in with, with amazing our, content, our witty and insightful and very charming banter. Mm-hmm. And Actually, then you just find yourself hooked. That that is one of the reasons that I started listening to you guys because um, I got my news kind of that way, but in the funny way. See, we need to keep doing news stuff. But it, but it was like, I didn't want to know the negative stuff, but you guys didn't film me on the, the kind of the good stuff, like the movies and what to not see, which I got to spend some time watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anyway. Oh, no. Told yeah. It was, well, you know what? Let's hear your review. Uh, I actually slept through most of it. Uh, good. We went to the drive-thru. It was a double feature. Oh, what was the other, what was drive, the other movie? It's a drive-in. A drive-thru is where you actually oh, go Mike. right through. <laughs> Just and if you did that with movies. Uh, is it possible it, for me to turn off his mic somehow? It's your no. mic too. We're sharing one, so. No, but you are close enough to where you can just kind of do like. Don't hit me. Everybody hits me. <laughs> Women hit me. Uh, What's so, the, uh, anyhow. Um, you should run. Yes, we did go to the drive-in. There you go. And um, the boys were just insistent they had to see it. Uh, they were both free because they're under a certain age. So they were both free. They got to see it. And um, I slept in the back seat. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was the other movie? Was it something interesting? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you watch that? Uh, I slept through that one too oh, because that's too that bad. was actually that the really second good. time we saw it. Oh, We've seen okay, it at the okay. drive-thru a couple of weeks earlier and I wasn't really all that impressed with it at that time anyway. Oh, well, I don't get it. I think that's an awesome movie. I'll probably well, be kicked you know. off the show and never be invited back. But No, everybody's welcome care. to their own opinion, but yeah. I think you're wrong, but that's well, my just, opinion. Just so we have a better idea of what type of movies you do like, what is your favorite movie? Or one of your favorites? First one that pops in your head. Go. And Wait, wait. I, I hear the gears moving. Hang on. And go. I actually cannot think of one off the top of my head. I can't have this Come on. There's got to be one with like Kate Hudson that you love, right? No. Actually, I like the classics. Uh, oh, okay. Like Disney, like Mary Poppins. Okay. Um, uh, I've seen that on Broadway a couple of times. 
They play movies on so, Broadway now? So did your love of Disney movies affect where you're honeymooned? Because you told me you'd honeymooned at Disney World. Yes and no. It was kind of a, a compromise. My husband wanted to go somewhere fun. So well, Disney we, World definitely checks that box. There you go. Somewhere fun. I had never been there. So it kind of two with one. If you love standing in line, it's a lot of fun. Have you been to Disney World? But we went in October and all the children were basically back at school. It wasn't really that bad. I mean, because okay. we got married in October. So. I think the Fast Pass, I don't know if they have it at Disney World. but We are Disneyland, actually going they... back to Disney World in December. We're going to be gone there about 10 days. And they wow. now have those bracelets. They have oh, bracelets. How does a bracelet work? So they can track you wherever you go in the park. Well, you don't need a Fast Pass. You just click on something and it lets you know when you can come back. Or you can even set your events up at the head of time so you can say oh i want to go on splash mountain at this date and they book it for you so it's on your path it basically See, so is awesome. a fast pass right yeah but like way even better like that's so awesome that they do that it can also get you into your room and it can also pay Sweet. for items so i'm making sure that the children's are not hooked up to paying for anything because i'm sure they'll be like my mom says it's okay for me to have that ice cream bar cha-ching mom we had we had a lobster fight <laughs> You can just beat my brother with this. It's great. Wait, you don't let your kids have ice cream bars? If they knew that they had the kind of buying power, oh god, that this wouldn't bracelet, you? They would I would go for merchandise as opposed to treats. Not me. No. If I was seven, treats treats come and go, but merchandise lasts oh my god, and collects would... in your bedroom for years. You obviously have not met my children because they believe everything has to have a coupon. A coupon. So they've actually gotten into fights with people at Target. My son was about four years old. He was trying to convince my mother he needed this $50 Lego set, and she said no. So he said, she said, he said, why not? And she said, because it's too expensive. And he goes, don't you have a coupon? And she said, no, I don't have a coupon for this Lego set. So he walked up to some kid that was about 17 years old stocking the shelf and started to yell at him and go, why are your toys so expensive? And why don't you have coupons for them? My Momo is not made of money. <laughs> My mom was so terribly embarrassed. She threw my son in the shopping cart and just left. With his feet like sticking up, <laughs> dangling, dangling out up. everywhere. So, yeah. That's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, as you could tell, uh, she's raising a couple kids very well. Um, we'll go into a little detail about them. It's Matthew and William. Yes. And tell us their ages. Um, Matthew just turned the big 04. Wow. And William is in seven. He is oh, seven. seven. 07. 007. Just regular seven. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> he, uh, but you know what? I think I'm raising my children slightly different than everybody else because they do know all the classic films. My son knows James Bond. Good for him, personally. <clears throat> uh, it depends upon which one, you know? Which one is his favorite? I think he likes Sean Connery. Well, who doesn't? That's probably only the one the only ones you can really show a kid. No, I don't know. The newer ones, like the the, the, the Daniel Craig ones seem pretty violent. Especially the part where they strip him naked and start bashing his nutsack with shit. <laughs> he he like, has not seen that one. I bet he would laugh his yet. ass off if the he saw that. The closest we've gone is... Uh, Mom, cut a hole in this chair. <laughs> I want to try something when Will, Dad gets home. William, come over here. <laughs> his little brother. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put you in this chair. <laughs> now, you're going to tell me where you is hid your Halloween candy. <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty good kids. Uh, we just had a party uh, that I, I went to the party at uh, for for William, 
For Matthew. I'm sorry, for Matthew. I always do that. I don't know why. I know their names. Because they're not your kids. Because they're M and W. They just flip upside down in my brain. Um, At the fire station. Tell us about that. Um, I found um, through one of those Groupon type things, uh, Local Guru, a a birthday party for children that could be done at a local fire station. I thought, well, that's great. So I went to go buy it and it was all sold out. So I actually reached out to the, the... manager or owner or whatever and i said you're running a similar promo and he said no you know we actually lost money on that one but we have something else so we did that for william's birthday and matthew just had such a blast that he wanted to do it for his fourth birthday so that's what we did and what's really great about it is that the proceeds that they make go towards um firefighters who have been injured Hmm. and so buying them beer (laughs) <laughs> probably paying for their medical bills i would hope oh okay um for the wictonville fire department and i guess there are actually different locations around the u.s the where Wick- is wictonville i was wondering the same thing i have never actually had 15 minutes to look it up i wonder if that's one of those towns near the big uh, yosemite fire or something I wonder if they made it up and it's they don't they just have a fire truck it doesn't work they just no actually the fire truck was the one that was um, retired from 9/11 so it was one of the fire trucks that was on the east coast at the time and it was involved in uh, 9/11 and one of the trucks on the scene and oh. shortly thereafter that it was um, retired and so and so that one's sitting in the um, uh, in their little firehouse yes. space, and it's for the kids to play on. Yes, they can just go to town on it, and you can hmm. tell that they have because um, on the inside of one of the doors, there's no longer a handle. Yeah. So well, obviously, let's... you need a handle to get out. Um, they've disconnected some of the stuff, but the bells and whistles, and and there's like jumpsuits that you can and all wear. that stuff. Yeah, cool. it's all there, and they just had a blast. So. It was it was pretty fun, I think. I don't think this is an actual town. It's just the name of their fire department. It says Wickton. I mean, when you look up Wictonville, California, it comes up with Wictonville Fire Department. <laughs> I think they said something like that, like they made it up, or it's like their company name, or or the guy who bought it or something is named Wickton, and they just made up a town. No. Huh. Okay. Anyway, that's it. It's not a real place. Oh, but it says it's a proudly owned woman business. Oh, now I'm even more excited. It's a lady. There you go. <laughs> Only a lady would have such a great Ooh, idea. It's a lady. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's that's Kristen, and those are her kids, and that's what we did recently. For Children. Kids are baby goats. You're a baby goat. Well, like, hey, if you, you want to be... You of people should appreciate yeah, a comment like if that. If you want to be the that's grammar stupid. <laughs> no, it isn't. That's the pot calling the kettle black. I, I got nothing against black kettles. <laughs> Are you racist against pots? <laughs> yeah, what do you... <laughs> pots and kettle racist? Man. Men. Man. Cheers, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had some news today for everybody. Oh, you got it removed? No. No? <laughs> Not, you still working on it? Shut up, Rob. <laughs> Uh, today there was a big Apple event down in Cupertino. Hey, we had apples. Oh, they uh, they announced the new iPhone, and uh, I, I don't need to get into all of it about you know the the nerdy things of it. But basically, it's a bigger screen, a thinner phone, probably a little faster. It's cheese. Just cut some of the thing off and eat it. Cut the or cheese. Just use your fingernail. That's fine. Yeah. 
Um, so, so let me let me ask you, Kristen, as a person who who doesn't have a, oh, a smartphone. Here we go. Let me ask: Is it like are you rebelling against the smartphone technology, or are you just a matter of a convenience? Or have really? you just not like, found a, a coupon for it yet? yet? I just have not found a coupon for it. I don't want to pay the extra fifteen dollars a month to have the same phone that I currently have. No, you do not have the same thing I have. I have an iPhone. You do not have you. You don't have a smartphone. Can you look up directions on your phone? No. I'm can you not. can you listen to music on your phone? I have a Sirius XM in my car. Can Maybe you do it on your is, phone? Is I'm not impossible? asking what devices you have that do that for you. I'm asking, can you do it all in one device? But why would I want to listen to music on my phone? Is it possible that she doesn't need a smartphone? I don't. I don't listen to music on Nobody my phone. Nobody doesn't need a smartphone. Nobody doesn't need a smartphone. And nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. It's true. Do you not like Sarah Lee desserts? It's not that they don't like her. They say nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. No. Nobody doesn't like her. <laughs> it, what's great about that slogan is it works either way. Either nobody does it quite the same way she does, or... There but isn't a single that, person alive that doesn't like Sarah no, that's, Lee. That's, that's, what they're, that's what they're saying. Nobody does it better. Nobody yeah. doesn't better. That's from one of my favorite James Bond movies, mm-hmm. Spy Who Loved Me. Yep. And then Safeway bought the uh, bought the song, as I recall, in the early nineties. Did they uh, did they Safeway. buy it or did they just use it? Whatever. They bought the licensing to it. Yeah, I don't, think I don't they need to get into rights that. to it. I was talking about the iPhone. Yeah. Okay. So the well, let me let me ask you. So there's there's the iPhone Watch, which is basically a smartphone you wear on your wrist. The Apple Watch. The Apple Watch. Yeah. I. I, It's a Dick Tracy watch. I find it like the most useless piece of technology. Does it have a diamond in it? Coming out. I could probably get. You could download a diamond. I'm sure you could contact Bulgari if you had giraffe money and like get one made for you, but. (laughs) It's uh, it it works with your iPhone, so you couldn't get one because you. I mean, you could get one, but it wouldn't work because you don't have an iPhone to connect it to. So basically, it's like a Bluetooth device that operates its own little interface, but it's all through software on your iPhone. Technology hates me. I could never work my Bluetooth. Hmm. You have too bad. That's pretty convenient feature. Yeah, and Rob's got it built into his car too. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I've heard about that one. No, I just plug my phone into my car and talk through the speakers. Yeah, that, that you works. can just do it by cord. Yep. Anyway, I'm well, getting to some other stuff. Thing. So yeah, they put out a new phone. Yeah, they put out this watch and some other stupid thing. And it's like, good, we get it. Apple every couple of years is going to put out a new thing, and it's going to be a little better. How how high do they go with Apple iPhones? Like right now, they're at six. No, no, no. Like, when is they going to be an Apple like fifteen? No, nope. iPhone fifteen. Because when they got to the operating system number ten, they just called it X, and ever since then, it's been X OS is 10. X. Yeah, but everybody calls it OS X or OS OS ten, but they write it with an X, and then it's OS X version one, version two. <laughs> Oh, so God. I don't know. Is they it might be XX and then X ver- XX version one and XX version two. And... <laughs> Only when they get to twenty. Why don't they just think of new names every? Well, single they do. Time? So for for software like the um, operating system version two point five or whatever, or the latest version I have is called Mavericks. It's named after the surfing competition. It's not named after the guy from Top Gun. No, that's Maverick singular. No, that's well, they've cloned him for the sequel. Multiple Mavericks. There's three. <laughs> Mavericks. I think this has to do with the surfing competition down in Southern California. 
Um, but they, uh, and then, you know, they've been naming them after, there was Lion and Mountain Lion and Snow Leopard and all these different code names for mm. all the operating systems up till now. So they might do something with the phone. It's the uh, iPhone Jaguar or something like that. Jaguar. Because <laughs> everyone likes to say Jaguar. Uh, but the real big news for me as a, a music fan, and you're a huge music fan. You listen to music all the time, right, Kristen? All the time. Probably country. Um, no, I listen to Kids Place Live. What is it? Kids Place Live. Kids Place? Mm-hmm. What is that? Radio show? Basically, what she's trying to say is when you have kids. Uh-huh. I know. I'm just getting you into don't, detail about You don't about get it. to have your own life anymore. Yeah. Your life is their life. Yeah, exactly. I listened to Kuna Makatata on the way to um, work today. That's a wonderful Wait, do phrase. do you listen to it even when they're not in the car with you? No, I immediately turn the station. What do you turn it to? Um, channel 2. <laughs> two. Like, oh, that's a Death good one. metal. What? Yeah, what's... <laughs> hits one. So all of those songs that you were playing that you didn't know about, like Fancy, I... Okay. Okay. She's referencing old podcasts. She's a fan. She is. Well, that's why she won the contest. Is actually handy. So he will call Kids Place Live and say, Mindy, or whoever's on the radio. He's like, I want to listen to Handy. I want to listen to Handy. The Weird Al. They play the Weird Al song. The Weird Al song. So yes, they'll play it. Yeah, they've played it before. Um, He's requested Star Wars. Um, they play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle rap all the time. That's Matt. wait, wait, wait. Which one? The, the what do you mean? Which one? Yeah, how many no, no, no. Ninja There's Turtle a new raps? one that's it's out there. No, the Shell Shock. What was it? Uh, oh God, I don't know. Something, something. It's Ninja no. Rap. Yeah, they play the the Vanilla Ice. The one. Vanilla Ice one. The yeah. only one there should be. Yeah, <laughs> that one should not even be. <laughs> no, no, no. That one definitely. No, be. the one that it, the first movie. Had the one at the end credits, T-U-R-T-L-E, power. That guy. I don't remember that. Oh, on the half shell, they're the heroes for in this day and age. Who could ask for more? I could do the whole thing. Yeah, don't. I won't, but. Yeah. <laughs> don't be cruel. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> so what I was getting to was that at the end of the Apple um, show today, they introduced a band. And the band has a funny name. It's only two little like one's a letter and one's a number you too and this little band came out they introduced you too huh well yeah, they, they didn't a, i've this, never heard of them before they knew this is a new band they've been introduced yeah i mean they've only been around for like 34 years now well uh, 37 or so but their first album came out a, a scant 34 years ago yeah and um well that was a, you know not that, not that long. Blink ago. of an eye in the uh, course of the universe. But Thirty-four years old is just not that old. It's actually quite young. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with being thirty-four years old. Whatever, just... Grandpa. I'm a I'm a nice, fresh, young thirty-three spring chicken. So <laughs> thirty-three did years all old. All of your viewers comment about what you should do for your birthday. Viewers. Listeners. Oh, those guys. No, do nobody. Don't, don't nobody comments in the slightest. He'll, don't, he'll Michael. Jump you. on it. He'll be all over it. Well, I didn't see you jump all that high. Oh, snap. Um, so you, you. you need to watch it, uh, or I will cut your mic by just moving over here with it. <laughs> um, no. No, so you 2 came out, uh, and, and they came out and um, <laughs> performed a song. And it was a song nobody publicly had heard before. Wait a minute. So a music group played a song. That's unheard of. 
Shut up. You're ruining the podcast. <laughs> so it's actually one of the biggest bands in the friggin' world came out and performed a show before noon. That's usually kind of unprecedented. Oh, hi, doggies. Where are your dogs right now? Uh, probably with my uh, with my wife in the office. Oh, they're all working together. Yeah. Um, and they came out and played a new song, and then they came out and talked with the CEO, Tim Cook, and they were like, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? We have uh, Everybody's been talking about the fact that we haven't put out an album for like almost 10 years or whatever it is. Everybody in the club talking albums. Yep. And then uh, he goes, well, Bono goes, well, we've been waiting to the right time to put out a new album, but we just finished one. And Tim Cook goes, wow, it sure would be great if everybody could hear it right now. And then they basically just said, well, you can hear it. It's on iTunes. And guess what? so cheesy. (laughs) Well, they had a cheesy little dialogue. But basically, it was like, yes, everyone can hear it as of now. And they did like a little countdown. They're like, five, four, three, two, now. You can have it. Ten minutes later, it was up on iTunes. <laughs> so it was this weird thing of like, wow, instant gratification. I can have it now. Oh, it's still not there. <laughs> I had to wait ten whole minutes. People but, just don't want to wait ten minutes but nowadays. But here's, here's the weird thing is that they gave it away for free. The whole album is free on iTunes. That's cool. It's because you had to wait ten minutes. I know. They felt <laughs> bad about that. No, he was basically, in fact, Bono made a joke. He's like, you can give it away for free, but you got to buy it from us first. He's like, we're not in the business of giving away free money or free mu- music. So he goes, that he made some joke that basically, you can look at it this way. Apple bought everybody a copy of U2's new album. So. How much do you think they cost Apple? Like. What do you think? To buy the rights to a brand new unreleased album. Oh. From U2 couple million dollars. couple? I think they got 50 mil at least, maybe more. What do you think that Think much? about this. So they're, they've got how, how many users? Of, how much does it cost to buy like a brand new album on iTunes? $6, $7? No, no, no. A brand new album can be $9.99 to up to like 15 bucks. So you think for U2 it probably would have hit 15 right? At least $9.99, yeah. Well, we'll say 10 for easy math. Yeah. And then here's the thing is that built in, they already know how many people they have uh, accounts for on you on iTunes. Because if you're going to get something off iTunes, you have to have a credit card account and, you know, built into there. Right. Have you ever downloaded anything off of iTunes or is that too high tech for you? Um, I do have an account with iTunes, but I don't have a credit card on file because I had a gift card. Cool. So. It's a way to go. It's either a gift card or a coupon. Yep. <laughs> okay. Everyone does it different. Yeah. Well. That's just kind of her shtick. It's funny. Um, <laughs> coupon lady. Are you like one of those coupon people? Yes. At, wait, bust out your, your little pocketbook. Show them all the coupons you have on you oh my right God, now. That's awesome. You seriously like your couponer? Yeah, I have a book and, and I just bought a whole bunch of um, boxes of cereal at Safeway for 65 cents a box. <laughs> don't, don't lie to me. Like, I think it's so awesome that people can do that. I did it. Nice. How much? How much did you spend on a gallon of gas per gallon for your last fill up? Uh, Two sixty nine. How'd you do that? Oh, points from Safeway. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Nice. I had a Ralph's card that that did that. It had all these points on Ralph's. I, you can have double coupon days. There was double coupon days. Just I about. Thought, how do you know that there are no Ralph's around here? <laughs> because there used to be one at Courtney. Um, Courtney Young's mom worked there, and she was just. I, just would tell me she's like oh. you know Wednesdays are going to be double coupon days and I'm like oh my god and it was right before I got married and so I was like oh, gotta save money for the wedding. So is your garage stocked full of like hundreds of rolls of paper towels and cereal and like cleaning uh, supplies and 
No, but I mean... Do you just buy stuff you need or you get stuff because you can like get a deal? It depends upon what it is. So like recently I bought 12 boxes of Gushers, you know, the little fruit snacks. Oh yeah, I remember um, Gushers. For about 74 cents a piece, 72, something like that. And I bought 12 boxes because my two small children and each one takes one in lunch and then a snack and... So four, four, four packages before bed. And then we cook them for dinner. <laughs> yeah. So, no, we're almost, my mom's like, you're, she, when she walked in, she's like, children, you're going to have Gushers for like the rest of your childhood. And believe it or not, Yay! we're almost done with all 12 boxes and it's only been about two weeks. Yeah. That sounds about right. So people are like, oh my God, it's amazing. And I'm like, but we go through it so quickly. Like the cereal, I took my husband and I went to the store and we bought 12 boxes of cereal. And he was like, what are we going to do with all the cereal? Well, a week later, we'd already gone through six boxes. What do you think you do with cereal? <laughs> you eat it. But we had gone through all of the cereal. I mean, the children were like, what do you want for dinner? What do you want? You know, I want I want Lucky Charms. Duh. Like, okay, I don't have to cook. Easy cleanup. Sure. Okay, you can have it. You know, nutrition in it. Sure. <laughs> You, you, buy that, you buy that whole nutritious thing, huh? Yeah. Each of our kids. <laughs> Did you buy it with a coupon? They're each over yes. 80 pounds now. No, and the other thing is I can't keep my boys to gain any weight either. Ugh, I'm so beefcake. <laughs> can't even get through the You're door. teaching them how to put on weight. Eventually, that if that's all they know how to eat, tell, tell us about how, the, how you get them to eat nutritiously, though. Um, you mean like hiding vegetables? <laughs> what? I mean, I will make meatloaf. And I'll put vegetables in it. I'll put onions in it. I'll put um, carrots in it. Wait. So you'll make sure they eat their vegetables by putting it in a giant loaf of meat? Oh, wait. If it works. Yeah. Usually like, it have, works you it's had proportions, make, have you ever had to make a kid eat? Yeah. You just starve them out. Yeah. Wait a week and then, without feeding them. Then after you get out of jail, yeah, from and the sentence child, child services put you in. No. I mean, you know, it depends on what the kid's raised eating, I guess. My I, I sister's mean, crazy about that. Because I want to, I want to have kids. So I ask people about kids all the time. Like, what's the hardest thing? What's the hardest thing? And people with like kids, little boys especially that are like two to five, they're like getting him to eat. Yeah, it's the and hardest it, thing. But I've noticed that with my children, there are cycles. Like Matthew will, will go through a cycle of all he wants is Pediasure. Really? So like he, he just wants liquid. He just no he Pediasure. He doesn't want milk. He doesn't want chocolate milk. He doesn't want soda he doesn't and you're talking about just like to drink mm-hmm. like, like he'll still eat food but like no he will not want food at all huh so he'll go through like two or three pediasures or four pediasures a day but like, that's also like not i mean it's a liquid but it's kind of like one of those thick kind of it's like the insure isn't it like juice no, no it's, it's well, like, i'm thinking of pedialyte yeah, yeah okay. no it's like insure with the the fiber okay. and vitamins and you know they see the commercials on tv with your children has holes in their diet this will plug yeah. it up well my children has a, a maraud of holes all right that, now i got the same it. kid that like wouldn't eat mac and cheese when we went to spaghetti factory that one time <laughs> that was william and he still brings that up he's all remember when we went to um spaghetti factory and you ordered me the wrong thing he's like but i ate it anyway and he's all i think mr mike still owes me a dollar <laughs> I, I, I just paid up. I can't imagine being a little kid and somebody putting mac and cheese in me and me being like, no, no way. Where are my cut up hot dog slices? 
<laughs> Fuck you, mom. I'm not, eating, I'm not eating macaroni and cheese. I'd be like, okay. But you know what? I will make, I, I do. I constantly make two separate meals because Matthew's going for a stage right now where all he wants is macaroni and cheese. So we have boxes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles macaroni and cheese. Yes. And William doesn't want anything to do with that. William's like, oh, I'll have anything else besides that. I'll have a chicken breast. I'll have broccoli. I'll have cereal. You name it. He will eat it. <laughs> That's crazy. What about like breading your chicken with uh, fruity pebbles? <laughs> it has to be edible, Mike. I, I, fi- I figure it's a way you can do it. It's like a happy medium. <laughs> Right? Couldn't you do that? Maybe Lucky Charms with the oat pieces. <laughs> Be like chopped. I'm just thinking of the the fruity pebbles had the like they were like flakes, right? They were like little flakes of multicolored quote unquote pebbles. What, you're not a fan? No, I'm just wondering where you're going with this. Yeah, well, okay, I, so you I, bread I, it and then you um fry well, it up. First you'd have to take the fruity pebbles and kind of pulverize them into a powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Which would be pure sugar. Pretty much. Uh-huh. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> so, that was a great discussion about the new U2 album. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really go where you were going. Pivot, no, I have no control over this episode, apparently. <laughs> it's yeah. much more about coupons. We do this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. I don't even remember what we started talking about. I don't know. I just thought, okay, well, I'm going to get back to it real quick, because I thought it was pretty interesting that they... Uh, it's pretty unprecedented to just release, a, especially a band that big, to just drop an album at the, I mean, just unannounced, totally unannounced. Here, here it is. And, and then on top of that, to do it here, it's free. Yeah. Everybody can have it. And they have, okay, so you were asking if it's 10 bucks a pop, how many people are going to actually listen to it and how much money would that garner from them if they were selling it at 10 bucks a pop? And it was estimated that they have half a billion people with an account an itunes account so yeah but not everybody hundred million free pe- there are people that aren't gonna oh, buy yeah. that album yeah so what i mean maybe a tenth maybe maybe more maybe a quarter might check it out download it if i was you too i'd be like if you bought five million copies of our album at ten dollars a piece we'd be okay with that yeah so that's because they're gonna make most of their money touring anyway that's 50 million dollars well, that's exactly what you said. Yeah, so I, maybe they bought it for that, or maybe a hundred million. I don't know. Yeah. Apple's got money to and burn like Apple, crazy. Yeah, Apple just opened up its wallet and was like, "I think I have a fifty million dollar coin in here somewhere." Here you go, a token. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, that's out. Are you interested in hearing any of it? I am. You might as well just play some of it. Might as well, because Kristen's not voting for it. She's like, I don't want to hear it unless it's kids' bop. I do listen to Kids Pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it in perspective for you, Kristen. Let's say Phineas and Ferb put out a new album, <laughs> and they didn't charge for it, and it was free to everybody. Wouldn't like, that that's, be miraculous? That's how amazing this is. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb's albums are really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of them. <laughs> Whoa, they, a couple, huh? I didn't even know they had albums. Cha-ching. I just, <laughs> They have like their greatest hits. They have across the second like dimension. Little... You know who is in their movie and and is probably on that soundtrack? Slash. He what? rocks. He rocks. Gets down with Phineas and Ferb. I doubt that. No, it's true. Yeah. He does. <laughs> he's got kids. I'm sure he's. You know. He's got to be doing the the cool stuff for the kids these days. How does that like see kids? 
your awesome dad just cut an album with Phineas and Ferb. Okay, dad, you get five cool points. Now you need to rock out. Here, try this heroin. So let's, have you listened to this? Um, Hit her in the face YouTube? with that time, Mike. You know, but I didn't, so. You haven't listened to YouTube? No, I didn't hit you in the face with the microphone. But I have all day. This album's been out for almost ten hours now. So you've listened to the you've listened to it a couple times. times. Uh, the opening song is, I guess, the first single. This is the one they performed on the uh, Apple. Um, what do you call it? Keynote address or whatever they did. So, what is your favorite? Is this your favorite? I'm still working on it, but I think tracks three or six or seven. We'll see. So this one's called "The Miracle." Parentheses. Of Joey Ramone, end parentheses, hmm. and it's an ode to the Ramones and Joey Ramone, and uh, oh, and man. and to, but it's also to, um, it's not musically an ode to them because it doesn't sound like punk rock or anything like that. Oh, okay. I was like, oh man, you two's gonna try to do punk rock? No, I mean, well, they've they started out in an era when punk rock was really at its zenith, and I think the song is about how, um. Bono felt an awakening upon hearing the Ramones and he talked about it in an article I was reading today where it's like uh, we tried to be a punk rock band when we first started out called the hype and people were yelling at him that the monkeys were more punk rock than they were <laughs> and he goes they true. weren't they yeah he goes it's not an inaccurate description <laughs> he goes I was singing kind of like a girl I didn't have the punk rock voice but then Joey Ramone came out with the Ramones and and he sounded kind of like he sang kind of the way I did and there was all these influences in there so actually that's in the lining the liner notes of the album itself but uh, this is their song as a tribute to the Ramones and what they did for their career it's called the miracle of Joey Ramone see now you can hear it kind of sounds like a Disney musical Sounds like the Lion King. Like, can you just picture a bunch of animals all getting together and like, okay, now with the the drums and stuff, but and then the um, Jack White guitar sound here. Yeah, the double distorted guitar. And actually, I think they sound really good on this album. It's really good production. Um, Danger Mouse produced a lot of stuff for them on this one, and uh, who's and Danger Mouse? He's a. Um, it's related to Mighty Mouse. Yeah, lame. Uh, that's what I thought. Uh, let's see. Clearly, he's, that he's Mighty Mouse's brother who just became a a rock and roll producer instead of a superhero. Well, he's he's much more in the electronic world. Um, mm-hmm. I'll turn this down a little bit so we can talk over it. Is that like connections to um, Larry Mullen Jr. and um, is what? Know, is that how they made that connection with Danger Mouse? Because I know Larry Mullen Jr. and um, God, I, I don't know. I maybe Adam. What's his name? No, uh, Adam, Adam Clayton. Adam Clayton. I know they got into like. Actually, remember the they cartoon got into techno music. For remember a the while. cartoon Danger Mouse? No. Here, I'll show you a picture here. He was a British. Oh, I. So remember him. Remember that? He he lived in like Oh yeah, yeah. The white mouse with the pirate with the eye patch. Yeah. It was a good cartoon as I recall. <laughs> but uh hang on, I'm fixing my earphones. What was it about like the seventies and eighties where they were just making mice into like superhero? Other animals. Actually Mighty Mouse was probably in the fifties. Yeah, he was earlier. Um 
No, Danger Mouse, if I go to his uh, Wikipedia page, says he's an American musician, songwriter, and producer. Came into prominence in 2004 when he released the Grey album, which combined vocal performances of Jay-Z's Black album with instrumentals from the Beatles' White album. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> and it's a Grey album. Get it? I get it. Um, he was one half of Gnarls Barkley with CeeLo Green. Ah, okay. Uh, so that got him a lot of... Uh, Circling back to last week when we talked about CeeLo. What is this wee crap? You weren't here. She uh, was there. I was really your person. You're a, a one viewer on... No, I believe there was another one. That yes, was on there was, Miss Erin Feely. Maybe someday she'll jump on the podcast as well. Um, and then they did... Uh, <laughs> um, he produced some stuff for... Oh, he produced Beck's 2008 album, um, Modern Guilt. Uh, Attack and release with the Black Keys. Um, so anyway, he's been doing some producing, but he's also... I need to also, get caught up on my Beck. I forget the name of the last... Uh, I know, he did one album recently, and it wasn't very... I don't think it was very good. I forget the album he did before. Um, there was that one. I think it was Modern remember Guilt. Remember we went to... The Information, you mean? No, we went to... Um, no, it was Cueto, right? Although oh, no, I had no, the, no. That was even further back. That was like 2004. Was it? Yeah, that was That was the back. last one I really know. And that was on... I like um, Beck. Yeah, Beck's good, but this last album I was not impressed with. Whose phone <laughs> is doing that? Is that I don't know. Mine. <laughs> the A's won and the Giants won today. Nice. It's a good what day. What is going on? Um, so anyway, yeah. You can go like go like that to him. It's our little sign for good boy. Or good they produced, they've been producing this album for the last four years, basically. So uh, there's that song. I will go through Pretty the good rest song. of them. Yeah, I'm it's good. It. Um, what do you think, Kristen? Great. No, you, I put your honest opinion. It was just okay. You weren't even really well, listening. I would have liked to hear more of the song unless of my talking and reading. It's a podcast. I got a pod. PDF. I got to pod, yo. That's our new slogan. I got to pod. It's on there. It's on our website. <laughs> have you been on your website? No. <laughs> you know it's on there. I don't even think we have a website. I've never been able to We have a Facebook it. page, but yes, I don't think do. we have. I shouldn't even answer that. You what have, do we have, Rob? You have like 70 followers, right? 71. Oh. Showed you. <laughs> and and all, all 70 of them are listening? No, no. I'd say more about five or six. Well, I believe I, I got you another four or five. Yeah, let's just see if they're listening. So if if Kristen uh, turned you on to the podcast, uh, give us a little hello on the Facebook page. <laughs> I, think, I think they just stopped listening. <laughs> so this is called Every Breaking Wave. I like this one a lot. It is a little more like casually rocking. Melodic. Yeah. What's going on, Coit? <laughs> K O I T. Speaking of which, yeah. do you guys know that there are there are less than sixteen weeks until Christmas? Why does Coit have anything to do with sixteen weeks until Christmas? Because Coit Tower looks like a Christmas tree, kind of. No, because they play um Christmas music beginning right before Thanksgiving up until uh, about Little Christmas. Oh, okay. That's like constantly? Yes. Oh, man. Yes, she's excited. it turns into a Christmas station. Look at that smile. Catherine my God. will call me or text me and go, oh, my God, it's happened now. It's on. It's kind of like the pumpkin spice so latte wait. showing up at Starbucks. I mean, I, I like I like Christmas music. 
but usually about a few days before New Year's, I'm really ready for it to being to, to stop being played. Don't the songs kind of get to you? See, the only problem with the Christmas music on Quait is I swear that they only have the ability to pay about 30 songs. And you hear them over and yeah. over and yeah. over and over again. So I just kind of put in my own. What's your least scene. favorite Christmas song? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. <laughs> That's not the name of the song. Um, it is. It is I, now. I hate that song. I, I can't really remember the name of it, but the guy is talking about how he ran into this girl in, in um, the supermarket, and she's not happy with the guy she's married to, and so they sit in a car, and they drink wine or something, and they go back to her life, and she goes back to him. I guess I was trying to think of something. Like traditional little, Christmas songs? A little songs? more traditional. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be something that was written in 1900, but... No, they play that song all the time. Is it no a idea what song? that song is. Yeah, what is it? Country or something that we never listen to? No, it's not. You know which one I really hate is the one Paul McCartney did. Oh, that is terrible. Yes, that one's that pretty one bad sucks. too. Simply having a wonderful Christmas oh time. God. Sing it again. Simply. Uh, it just goes on and on and on like that ba, ad nauseum. Are pretty on tune with that. Yeah. Well, we're, well, we we're amazing musicians, but uh, acapella only. We can't play an instrument to save our lives. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> I cannot believe it. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? Oh, that's been saved up since episode three. <laughs> Just right in the barrel, waiting to get fired. You're like, not even episode three of our podcast, the Star Wars movie. I've been waiting forever. <laughs> um, Kristen, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Um, I'm not sure how to answer that because no how matter how I answer it with my children, I've been told I'm wrong. Huh? So if I say it's the first one. Oh, yeah. You really, can't just say the first one. It's like that. What does that mean? Which is really the third one. No, fourth, fourth one. one. Well, whatever. I get told I'm wrong. So I'll well, say you were. Oh, it's the first one. And he's like, you like number one? And I'm like, well, no, it's the. Oh, he's like, mom, no, you, you you're rearing them out of sync. Mom, you're like, so uncool. And I was Ugh. like, no, well, actually, when I was growing up, there was no one, two, three. It started with four. And he goes, no, mom, that's not how you count. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how I answer it. It's always wrong. But well, uh, which so you're saying your favorite is episode four, A New Hope, that came out in 1977, the, the, original, the original Star, Star Wars, Wars movie. movie. Um, no. Actually, my favorite one is the one with the koalas. They're not koalas. Mike, easy. Oh, hang on now. Come on. She means Return of the Jedi. I know what she means. With I... the Ewoks. Yes. Chubb looks like an Ewok. Do you ever notice that? In the time that you've met him just today? Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't do the little dance. Yub nub. The yub nub dance, which I'm so <laughs> mad that they got rid of that. No, it's coming back. I've heard some rumors that now that, um, what's it called? Uh. Disney has people have been picketing outside George Lucas's house for the last. <laughs> we should have been actually. Um, no, it's now that Disney owns Lucasfilm, uh, they're like, yeah, he doesn't get to you know dictate what the Star Wars movies are anymore. So really, uh, are they going to change it back? I think that they're planning on doing a Blu-ray release of the original theatrical versions of the film, meaning. Yeah, they'll do the cleaned up audio and the cleaned up visual, but they're not going to change. They're not going to add any effects. 
they're not going to uh, re-edit scenes or add in footage or anything like that. Put Jabba the Hutt in the first in episode four. Do you do you want the truth on that or is that your yes? Um, that is the truth. Thanks. What? No I, I know that for a fact. Oh, how do you know? Um, because I interviewed with Lucasfilms several times and finally after the fifth round of interviews, I told them that I kind of needed, um, I had a job opportunity and I was going to proceed with it since theirs yeah. was taking so long. And yeah. why the hell did you tell them that instead of just keeping going through the process so you could work at Lucasfilm? Uh, you know, the, everyone was really nice, and and the set. I mean, the location was amazing. And is this the one in the Presidio? Yes, yeah. it is the one in the Presidio, and um, their cafeteria. You walked out, and all you could see was just glass. Looking at the bridge and and the bay, yeah. it was just stunning. They and serve blue milk there. Gross. They have, get it. It's a Star yes, Wars. I reference. get it. It's uh-huh. so gross. And their um, coffee that they had internally was called um, Java the Hut. Hut. Yes. They stole that from The Simpsons. The Simpsons made that joke like 20 years ago. So it was it was pretty cool. I, I um, spent a lot of money in their gift shop because I Because <laughs> you get... have kids. No, it wasn't even oh, that. No? It, was, it was Christmas presents and, and stuff because I shop all year round. So it was Christmas presents and some stuff that you could only get exclusively there. So my son has a um, zipper sweatshirt and it is the fire department for Lucas Ranch oh, wow. um, because they have their own fire department. So it Yeah, it's like that's their own little community there. It's kind of like yeah. the Vatican of California. Yeah. Yeah. So it says, you know, Skywalker Ranch, fire and rescue, and I'm sure he's probably the only children or child in his school that has something like that. He said cool. that someone's tried to steal it a couple of times, but... Did he punch him in the nuts? Punch him. Punch him. <laughs> just right in the stomach. Just... I had no comment. <laughs> How did that sound go? Of that. <laughs> Um, so, and so you heard, you heard that they were going to be releasing the movies in their original format. Yes. It was one of the the topics, um, that we had talked about as the projects they were working on. And one of the things that I would need to be brought in for, um, which was, um, compensation, which is what I do. Yeah. And so would be, what do you mean? Compensation, making sure peeps get paid. Yes, I make so sure. So you'd be people, like in the payroll department, or no? It's actually in the HR department usually, um, unless you're working in a financial institution, and then everyone falls under um, finance. But hmm. um, no, it's usually HR, and we make sure that we're paying adequate to the market. We're um, internal equity, all of the type of stuff. So promotions, focal reviews, merit, anything. I'm sorry, Get to the what? part with the Star Wars. He wanted to know what my job was. Rob, shut up. So, um, being that that market for Lucas is so unique, um, they have positions that are very hard to categorize or no figure out how they're going to pay them. Oh. Like um, at Skywalker Ranch, they have an organic farmer. So, what do you pay an organic farmer? How do you go forty out- bucks an hour? It sounds like a beginning of like a bad joke. Hey, Rob, have you heard this one? What do you pay an organic farmer? I don't know, Mike. What? <laughs> I don't have a punchline. It just sounds like a good setup. Boo. <laughs> so the other- organic dollars. So this the the one of the projects they were talking about was that they would be bringing people back in and they were trying to decide whether or not they want to have them as contractors or bringing them back in and what made more sense um, to them. And so they were talking about projects and that was one of the projects they brought up. Oh, that's so awesome though. Because I, I can see them actually hiring um 
these uber super fans who have spent the last decade rebuilding um, the the trilogy, the original trilogy, based off of all the releases that have been available to the public and work prints and and film prints that are are duplicates that were out in theaters like 30 years ago and they're combining them all digitally to make them the way they used to be and it's really amazing i saw a little short documentary if you want to look it up on youtube it's uh uh an editor or a i don't know somebody goes by the name of harmy h-a-r-m-y and it's his uh, edits that are really what they call the despecialized version of the films right now, the despecialized edition. And there's a little documentary, maybe five minutes long, about how they're doing that, what, where the sources are that they're coming from. So if they hired guys like those people, they would bring them in as contractors, it sounds like, and they'd they'd say, here, you know, take the work you've done and make it official and we'll slap a Disney and, and um, Lucasfilm logo on it. Would it be something like that? Well, the, the problem is since they were now purchased by um, Disney is it's a lot harder to get everything approved. So now it, it, instead of them being their own separate company, it now has to be run by Disney down huh. south. That so sucks. everything down in Burbank so much longer to get approved. And so it would instead of usually they would just say, okay, I'm getting a contractor and bring this person in. We're going to do sound on this. And they go, oh, no, 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 no. You're now owned by Disney. So I need to go ahead and, and run this by someone down there. And we now, Mickey no, no. has to check you're, this one out. You're run by Disney now. So this is going to take at least three more weeks than it should. <laughs> yes. So they were wondering, you know, how I would deal with that kind of situation. That's bullshit. I didn't authorize that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who said you guys could reissue the original films? Fuck you. Fuck you. You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make fun of Mickey. I'm not. He's just kind of more of a badass than people know. It's so so much funnier when he's swearing. This corporate giant. (laughs) CEO, Mickey Mouse. You people are making Walt spin in his grave. But the, the, they're trying to sell me on all of the, the soft perks um, of coming to work there. That sounds sexy. Uh, like getting to see the movies before everybody else? Yes, but um, right before I was there. And getting like your friends visits, in to see the movies before yes, everybody else? And your favorite own, podcasters? Uh, they have their own studio yeah. that's there that they show everything. But like the day before I was there, for I think my third interview, um, Tom Hanks had just been there. Mm-hmm. And he was, he had given They were a, doing the... Mary Captain, Poppins movie, right? No, it was. I think it was Captain Phillips. Oh, okay. Or something like that. He was talking about that because it was up for an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, best picture. So, um, he was brought up to talk about that, and and people were meeting him. And then a couple of weeks before that, um, Ben Affleck was there for some movie that he had done. I can't remember what it was about. It was probably lame. Batman. No. no. Batman's not coming. It was for a movie two more he years. directed or something. Batman. It's not Batman. <laughs> Batman's a scientist. It's not Batman. <laughs> so it was, they were trying to tell me about all of that type of stuff. And I, trying to woo you with star power. But see, I'm not a movie Star Wars. Even though you have like 400 DVDs in your house. I do not have them, but technically under California property laws, <laughs> community, yes, I do. Um, no, my collection is actually very kind of minimal. And it's, lame. 
and lame. <laughs> um, but it's my husband that is. You're like, I have two copies of Mary Poppins. <laughs> no, I have one copy of Mary Poppins. I actually need to get a copy of that because that's a good movie. It's just, um, what's your dog doing? She's being cute. Well, oh. I, I believe that Rob actually m- mentioned Mary Poppins on the last podcast. Did he? Yes, he did. You were talking about the music that you did to clean your room, and yours was karate. Oh, yeah. His was Mary Poppins. No, mine was the Home Alone music. It just had this like dun 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 I just I played the Mary Poppins music and would just snap my fingers. That's handy. Yeah. Well, it worked. Um no, Doug sent me a thing. My my buddy Doug sent me a thing, uh kind of one of those chain email kind of things where you you have to respond uh if if they nominate you. And it was name five, 15 movies that um, are, are movies that are, have stuck with you and why. And I was like, oh, great. Well, now I'm going to write a freaking essay about this. Yeah. So last night I did. And Mary Poppins does is one need, of them. Does it need to be leather bound? <laughs> she could be. It's beautiful. Um, no, I, uh, one of the movies was within my what I call my little sister trilogy. Where there were movies that my little sister watched again and again and again, and oh, I, was I saw. Say where if you had been born a little sister, <laughs> you would have watched okay, it. So I'm sure that since we all have little sisters, what was the little sister movie that your little sisters each watched over and well, over? Well, so I have a trilogy, and it's Annie from 1980, um, and uh, Labyrinth, and then Mary Poppins. Those are my. Those are the ones my sister loved to watch. That and um, she watched the Care Bears, quote unquote, movie. It was like a Valentine's Day special movie or something like that. But as far as live action movies, that were those three. Rob, what did your little sister watch over and over and over again? Um, my sister Pam and her friend Katie were obsessed with the movie Little Mermaid. Oh. Um, we had a pool in our backyard at the time, and so they, they just kept doing that flip of the hair. No, they would like go in the back in the pool and like both be the Little Mermaid you and can't sing the song. Both songs. be the Little Mermaid. Well, they one has to be had, Ursula. They had this like severe <laughs> rivalry going, where like if one got a new Barbie, the other one had to get a new or better Barbie. Oh my like, god! When they would give each other presents, they would give each other Barbies, but they would only give the other one one that they already had. Wow, that's yeah. fucked up. Uh, that's it was pretty smart. Guys don't do that stuff. They they they, they got a, they f- used to fight. They were as good of friends as they were. Sometimes they were like mortal enemies. It Chicks was, are uh, weird, man. So yeah, that was one of them. She's Aren't pretty you into the Lion King? <laughs> you can't nod on a podcast. I wasn't going to admit that out loud. <laughs> I can't really remember the other one. I just remember the Little Mermaid was like the big one. So my sister had a couple movies that she would watch. And how you're older than your younger sister than we are to our like Rob, you're only years different. And I'm just over a year difference. So my sister, my younger sister and I are five years apart. Okay. So she would watch. I don't know if you guys remember, but the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie where they are trying to go around the world. Who can ever get there first? Yeah. And they're in a balloon. Yes. They're in the hot air balloon. So it's basically around the world in 80 days but it's chipmunks no they're trying to they're actually smuggling diamonds but they don't know in it. their keisters they don't know it so they they think no, they're, in, just, they're in little dolls yeah they're, they're in dolls i was gonna say or in their cheeks dolls. that's what chipmunks do yeah no so she was obsessed with that one there was also um a, a, i don't remember that one at all oh do. you know what's funny is i pick up 
Matthew from preschool and they are playing that music. Yeah. So it is very prominent, you know, even now that they're just playing that music all the time. But um, she used to watch that one. The other one was, um, the other one was a, a Barbie or Gem and the Rockers or something like oh, that. Oh, come on. Gem and the Holograms. No, it was did you watch Barbie that? and did the Rockers, Gem and the Holograms. That show Gem? Of course. They're she making a movie. was truly, a live truly, movie. truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> truly, truly, truly We talked about outrageous. that on like episode seven or something like that. We talked oh, about right. that news because they had just cast it. So my guess is they're filming or have finished filming it since then. Yeah, it probably only took them about four days to film it. <laughs> so no, that was what my little sister would watch. Hi, Caitlin. Yeah, she's so listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> and by right now, I mean at any point in the future, because that's how podcasts work. Yeah, I don't remember what little kids' movies I used to watch no, when I was growing up. Okay, so I made that list, and they started with my earliest movies. And I'm not—I guess we'd have to be talking um, like home movies you could watch VHS and stuff over and over again. But uh, I talked about the first movie I ever went to was ET. The uh, Ghostbusters was the first movie I remember going to. Um, that we always rented when, when you know, my sister would always rent, um, I think maybe she would always get flight of the navigator and I would get the karate kid or something like that. Did you I watch flight of the navigator? Flight of the navigator. A lot. That was a kick-ass movie. One. My children have seen flight of the navigator. Yes. So I am raising my children differently than other people. You mean, right. I got to think they're, they're ready for a remake on that one. Cause they remade escape from which mountain you'd think that. Um, <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Have they seen that? Um, I don't oh, think so. I've even seen that one. Oh, okay. What? What were you pointing I, I at? Like... I couldn't. I couldn't see what you were pointing so at. So I, I wrote see. earlier that we were recording tonight. If anyone wanted to post anything, nobody did post anything and ask us any questions or anything. But uh, only two people clicked like on it so far: her and your wife in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> your wife is so wonderful. Yes. I know. She let us shoot a video here today. That was wonderful. And record a podcast. Um, and a podcast. <laughs> and a hot plate. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was... Uh, th I, let me see if I can find the list, because I spent friggin' all night writing this thing up. Chubbs, quit running. Swear, Chubbs. He probably thinks we're eating, which I guess uh, we kind of are. Well, we kind of are, but we ran out of stuff to put the cheese on. Yeah. Um, let's see. Somebody was... Saying like on it. Here we go. Oh, I couldn't put it there. Anyway, I'll just find it on my own page. But um, I wrote friggin', <laughs> I wrote a freaking essay. I was like falling asleep writing this thing, but I'm like, I gotta finish this. Um, and it was movies that stuck with me basically because of. Because otherwise, if you don't, the boogeyman's gonna get you. Maybe, but I finished it, and he didn't show up. So there's that. Um, ET is your favorite movie. I didn't say favorite. It's number one. No, it's not. No, read it. What? It's not favorite movies. Uh, okay, it says number one. Yeah, it's in it's in chronological order. Yeah, it's mostly chronological order, and it's named fifteen Duh. movies that have stuck with you. Not your favorite movies, movies that have stuck with you. Don't just stare blankly at me on a podcast. You know so what the movies have stuck with me the most are usually the ones that are the most disturbing. But like, those are the ones like like Requiem for a Dream where I just like find myself thinking about it sometimes. Yeah, that's in a really bed, negative late way. At night and I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> or I walk into the kitchen late at night and I look at take a second look at the fridge real quick. <laughs> so I wrote um, 
you you can find this on my Facebook page if you're friends with me. And I just wrote that uh, it was E.T., Ghostbusters, uh, Lab- here's the Little Sister trilogy, was Labyrinth, Annie, and Mary Poppins, because as often as she was watching those, I was just constantly forced to watch them too. So uh, they kind of grew on me eventually. Ghostbusters 2, Batman, and I just wrote about my experience seeing them in the theater for the first time, mostly. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course. Um, Home Alone was a big one, and then L.A. Story. I had a, I had a. Have you ever seen that one, Steve Martin movie? Is that the one where he is trying to rip people off with money? Like it's like a. Yeah. You mean Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? No, no, no. The one where he's supposed to be evangelist. Oh, uh, my blue heaven. No, I know which one she's talking about. He's the cover's got like him wearing a, like a mirror ball coat. Mr. Miracle or something like that? Miracle Man? Something like that? No, it wasn't anything like that. Anyway, no. I, I know which one you're LA about. Story is actually really cute and sweet, and I should loan it to you because you should see it. So there's that. Is it on VHS? No, I have a DVD copy of it. <laughs> what, you only have a VCR? What DVD, what's that? Oh, yeah. my God. Um, Raising Arizona? Do you have it on beta? <laughs> I should. Or, or real. real. should have it on every format. Do you have an 8mm? Raising Arizona, when I saw that one in like 1990, I, I mean it came out in 87, but I saw it in like nine, the winter of 92, and I was still only like 12 years old. So that one kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, and then Jurassic Park, one of the biggest ones that ever stuck with me, The Matrix. This was my 1999 trilogy. Seriously, dog, have a seat. I'm going to run over here. Then I'm going to run over here. Ooh, I have an idea. What if I were to run over there? I gave him some rawhide. I think, and that did a great job. I was supposed to get him to chill out. Rawhide. Uh, That was a timely reference. You you are into the classics. Every once in a while. Uh, American Beauty and um, Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, Mm. I remember standing outside to see Eyes Wide Shut of the movie theater. In San Ramon. Did you wrapped, go with us? Because we we went together, and I I don't know, could have been, and we were wrapped around the movie theater waiting for to see this movie. I know it was wow. with Catherine, and I think we, we all went in a big group. You we might have been with us, but we went and saw it, and I got out of there, and I went, God, that was the most horrible movie scene. So what I wrote it's, is that I saw this in the theater movies. with friends. Upon its release, amid a buzz of rumors about it being all kinky and full of sex and nudity and naughtiness, honesty, even, I said honestly, even at, as an 18-year-old kid, I wasn't really shocked by any of that in the film. It almost seemed gratuitous, and all the hype about it made it overshadow the film itself in retrospect. And so upon leaving the theater that night, I didn't really get it. You know what movie? Uh... But, well, hang on. So what I was saying is that year, a couple years later... No, let me finish the friggin' story before we go okay. off on another tangent that takes us another half an hour before well, I can okay. finish this. You know My point was shut up. My point that was, was that point? it took a couple years later. I saw it again in a hotel room at, late at night, and it totally, it was like I had never seen it before. Were you, were you alone in this hotel room? I mean, or was it like an eyes wide shut hotel room? Did they have those? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. People just come in in robes and masks and stare <laughs> yes, at you while you sleep. They do. <laughs> Have you never been to San Francisco every once in a while? Not into those buildings. Well, there you go. Um, no, I said uh, I saw it as if I had never seen it before. Something clicked this time, and I saw it for the first. I saw the film in the immersive Freudian, as the immersive Freudian fever dream mystery that it really was. And I sat on the edge of the bed for for two hours watching this thing, completely transfixed by it. 
the late Mr. Kubrick had captured me. So I went out and bought the film on DVD. I read all about it in online forms. I think your brother turned me on to a website that was all just like, this is early internet, but it was like... Probably. He was um, really into like... Cinephiles.net or something yeah, like that. Cinephiles was definitely his He thing. was into that. And... Um, and I was reading about it there. I bought a book called Eyes Wide Open that was written by the screenwriter about what it was like to write a script for Stanley Kubrick, who would give him notes on it and say, it's not quite right yet. Change it. And he's like, what part? And he's like, I don't know. Just change it. So it was a crazy story about how crazy Kubrick was and how frustrating he could be. And yet, ultimately, how brilliantly the film turned out. Um, and I based some of my own stories later in doing some writing and some filmmaking of my own on the premise of writing about a dream exploring the inner space of the mind as opposed to the exterior world the exterior world whose existence upon we all kind of readily agree and then uh to the point of that is to find the true important story the story blowing, about ourselves uh, you're blowing up my head also man. boobs are nice i can't I handle it so yeah and then i said i gave honorable mentions to bill and ted's excellent adventure they live because i remember the first time i saw that of course one. they live it's about bill and ted <laughs> no yeah, I know. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure being one movie. They Thank Live you. being another movie. This is how you podcast, Kristen, so quit being dramatic. Um, they Live I saw on TV without having any idea what it was, and I just went, hey, that's Rowdy Roddy Piper in it. And then I watched that movie, and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. You know, that is really one of the better, like, shitty movies that are out there. It's a John like, Carpenter movie, and it's just low budget, but it was Low just, budget, I guess yeah. that's what I meant. Um, Signs, Groundhog Day, Flight of the Navigator, Terminator 2 were my honorable mentions. What I was going to say before about yes. Eyes Wide Shut is that um, not Angels and Demons. What's the other one? The Da Vinci, da Vinci Code, Code yeah. really helped me to understand what the fuck was going on in that in Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, because of the ritual? Yeah. It was basically going on, the orgy ritual? Yeah, I didn't had no idea that that was actually like a thing. Because otherwise, I'm just sitting there like looking at all these perverts, yeah, dressed in robes, wearing because weird that's masks, what our society is watching done people with. fucking. I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? <laughs> like, what is this weird thing going on? Yeah, yeah, the book kind of explained what that was quite a bit. Yeah, that it was more of like a celebration of it, and not so much just like being a voyeur wearing weird shit. Yeah, and it was it was from like pagan rituals and things like that. So the masks had more to do with some sort of tradition than just hiding your face and having the anonymity of banging random people. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Kristen. Talk. It's a podcast. Don't sit there like that. I, I have no comment. Okay, good. Why did Why didn't you like the movie? As you recall. 15 years ago. If you weren't if you weren't prepared for that movie going into it, if you're just like one of those movies, like I imagine you haven't we seen weren't. a lot of film uh, Kubrick movies. No, I think it was actually my first one, but it was yeah. the fact it was supposed to be a husband and wife and and you know, it was Nicole Kidman and it was Tom Cruise and it, it was, was an actual husband and wife. Yeah, and it was their first movie together. And since, the very first scene of them. No, is, they were in Far and Away. No, the first movie together since. Oh. Because um, it wasn't the only movie that they ever did together. I mean, they'd done, what, three, four movies together? And then he... I don't know. Far he, and Away is the only one. Even after they broke up... It was the race car. Oh, yeah. Days of Thunder. Yeah. Uh, even after they broke up and she did the movie The Others, he was a producer on that. Oh, okay. So I they kind that. of kept a business partnership for a little bit. But uh, I think that was part of it. In fact, the character that he plays is... What was is, part of it? That I'll, I'll explain that. So the, the character that 
Well, you said Be- them that being was married, part of that, it. them being married, a oh, married okay. couple in real life, okay. uh, added to the voyeuristic aspect of it because it's like, well, now we really are watching a married couple in their bedroom doing whatever they're doing, and it was smoking weed and it was having getting into a fight. I think there's some sex at some we point. Were, we weren't married at the time, but I imagine for a married couple, they were like, "Yup, yeah," but that's pretty much it. But it was a celebrity couple, and it was like now we're looking in on this celebrity couple, even though they're playing characters. If we hire, if we cast it with an actual married couple, it seems even more voyeuristic, especially you, one of the most famous ones in Hollywood. What do you think about that comment, Kristen? Do you agree? Okay, if you're not going to talk <laughs> on the podcast, you can never come back. That's I have true. been talking, but it, yeah, you have. It is significantly past my bedtime, and you've just been listening to yourself talk for quite some time. That's what we do. No, but you haven't let Rob talk. No, that's okay. I Rob talked. talks. I just talk to anyway. Um, we're getting feedback. Uh, yeah, we can wrap it up. But anyway, I was going to mention one other thing about that movie in, in what I read in that um, book by the screenwriter. The name of the character is Harford, Dr. Harford. Okay. Which they got because they wanted originally Harrison Ford to be in the movie. Har Ford. Hmm. So that was a nod to the original casting they had in mind. But okay. He doesn't have a famous wife that, or he didn't at the time, I don't think, because he later married um, Calista Flockhart. Yeah, yeah Calista Flockhart. Yeah. Are, Who they, is, are they still married? Yeah, they're married, yeah, but apparently she's been standing by him as he's been philandering, injured. injured. No, oh. during his his Star Wars, <laughs> like yeah, physically his, standing his by him. And then I heard they're like trying to do Indiana Jones also. Yeah, bro- or something. broke his. Hurt his leg, broke his leg, and and did something with a rib, bruised a rib. Or yeah, something. he got injured by the Millennium Falcon. It bit him. No, I heard the new Indiana Jones movie is going to be about vampires, so it should be awesome. Oh, good. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I didn't hear that. Was but so miserable. That would be uh, that be. It would it would bump Indiana Jones from being like this epic series into something like unintentionally comedic. Did you recently see the shirt that he was caught wearing in public? Yeah, what was it? It said, um, "I'm Han Solo and Indiana Jones." <laughs> and what was the other one he did? He goes so. Show me your tits. No, but it was just like someone, some celebrity had done something. I want to be this, that, and the other, or something like that. And so he made a shirt that said, "I am Han Solo. I am." But wasn't it just the two of them? It was I'm I'm Indiana Jones and Han Solo. No, there was a third one. Who else is he? He's Jack Ryan. Yeah, but so was Alec Baldwin and Ben Affleck. And yeah, but he was in the good movies. Yeah, but I mean, Alec Baldwin was in Hunt for Red October. That's yeah. a good one. You Google it. All right. Well, Google what? I mean, I know he, the, we know the, that. The lawyer and presumed innocent. What are we Googling? That's probably it. Okay. Kristen's typing on my computer. Look, Harrison on, Mike. We can figure Ford. It out. What's, what's the third one, Mike? T-shirt. Oh, okay. That's what we're Googling. Oh, yeah. I'm Indiana Jones and Blade Runner. Blade Runner. <laughs> I'm Han Solo, yeah. Indiana Jones, and Blade Runner. That's his name. <laughs> so get over it. And it says get over it. Yeah. I don't know... Why we'd have to get over it? We like that about him because he was responding to this guy's, this guy's shirt. Oh, this guy. His name is um, Ian McKellen, and it said, "I'm Gandalf and Magneto. Get over it." So, and he is. That's pretty funny. Oh, I'm fucking over it. That's not what it really said. I, I don't know. I don't know. What? So in this picture, it says, "I'm Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and Blade Runner. I'm fucking over it." 
But oh. that sounds like he's saying, fuck all those stupid characters and those stupid movies. I guess he didn't like... Or no, who was the one that didn't like... Alec Guinness. We talked about that. No, I know. Alec Guinness didn't like being in Star Wars, but there was someone else. I thought it was... Uh, oh, I thought I think Harrison Ford was not impressed with the character of Han Solo. He, that's why he wanted him to die at the end of either Empire or Jedi. Well, if he died at the... He basically did die at the end of Jedi, essentially. Why? Because he got married? No, because he, they didn't make any more movies with him until now. Well, his character... Yeah, didn't see a lot of screen time until now. But anyway, I think it's about time we wrap this one up, slap it on the butt, and kick it out the door. I want to thank Kristen White for joining us. I don't. No, I do. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> it was really fun having you. It, yeah. it brought a new dynamic to the show. We're so undynamic without you. You're kind of like our Robin, Robin <laughs> Quivers. Do you know who that is? I was the one that made the reference. Oh, only that's right. You only did. you're not as black. Oh, how was it watching us? Not as black, but getting there. Close. Um, really? Close. Yeah, yeah. You, soul, you a soul sister. I, I work on it. <laughs> I don't think I mastered it by any means. Keep trying. I've got quite a ways to go. Um, how was it watching our Ustream video? We may have to do that again, but it screwed up our software. So uh, The only problem I had with it is that, you know, portion of the way through it, it the feed was cut and it stopped. And that was I, the only so problem like, you had like with it? Like we froze? No, it just all of a sudden there was nothing there. It said it said that it was over or it was oh. no longer there. And so I see we never saw that. We just kept seeing ourselves on the screen. So I, I, I typed in a message and you guys never got it. So then I texted you. Yeah, and your said, message hey, was just like, what, what happened? happened? And we were like, what do you mean? What <laughs> happened like, to what? Yeah. Nothing. And so I closed it and then opened yeah. it back up and it was, you know, Working buffering. Again? And then all of a sudden, you guys were. That might have just been the website or something like that. Whatever it did, it stopped us. It stopped our recording as well. It seems like it may have been an overload on our system that stopped the computer from recording any audio. So So that may have been the same time that you lost. It could have been, but I don't know. Because I was like, well, didn't sound like it was over. It sounded like they were mid sentence. So I had to figure out how to get it back going. Yeah. But if we had ended it, it would have sounded kind of like this. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. And uh, for Kristen. What? For Say your name. Kristen. And for Rob. I'm Mike. And we will see you on the flip side. But you can't really see them. You're going to ruin my catchphrase for the ending of the show? You of all people. No, it's like see you later. It's a a see you later. You You can't say see you later like on the phone. You can't say that sort of thing. Well, if you're going to physically see them later, then yeah. This is the weirdest ending to a show ever. Show over. Bye. Thanks for listening. Sister Krista and Kelly, because they both have babies now. I'm so excited. Baby Lily Bell was born on. Oh my God, September. cut this off right now. Remember what I said over? <laughs> but you kept recording, so I want to say hello to my family. <laughs> I want to say hello to my family because I have two sisters from my dad's current wife, mm-hmm. who's just amazing. Did you draw like a big diagram with little pictures on it, like a family I should. tree? I should, because we have a really extended family at this point. It's oh. really amazing. My dad uh, married this wonderful, wonderful woman named Helga, and she's just she's just been a blessing to have the addition to the family. And she brought these um, beautiful 
girls with her that are now my stepsisters, and I'm so excited to have them with me. And one of them just had a baby, Lily Bell, on baby. September 1st. So, um, you know, she had a baby on on Labor Day. Oh, I'm taking these off. Sorry, That's my funny. ears are really sweaty. So she went into labor on Labor Day? Uh, no, actually, she was in labor for 33 hours. That's not nearly oh as funny. Oh, my God. No, um, no, it is not. It's but like she labor was such weekend. a trooper. Yeah. But she was such a trooper. Had this beautiful little baby. Beautiful little angel. Since I only have two, um, you know, boys that like to beat stuff to a pulp, it's really nice to have a little girl in the family. Did she get her dip tat? <laughs> oh, you got to get your dip tat. We got to have that. You got to have it this instant. <laughs> That's your diphtheria and tetanus. Let's say I'm I'm too white. I haven't gotten to that point. No, no, no. It's all white people saying these lines. Yeah, this is from Raising Arizona, Arizona. 1987, oh, Coen Brothers movie. I have not seen that one. <sighs> so um, I do have a couple questions for you guys. Oh, since okay. it's not officially over and I continue to talk, <laughs> I want to know what is the status of your ice buck challenge? That is a really yeah. good question. Well, I thought about it. I thought about it. Yeah. I really, I don't know how we would do it because it's probably a better idea than actually trying to do it. It was like a Pee Wee Herman type thing. Like a Rue Goldberg device? And it like, it's not a Pee Wee Herman thing. It's called a Rue Goldberg device. No, it's a Pee Wee Herman thing. <laughs> and so you knock the marble and it goes down the chute, knocks over a bunch of dominoes and like yeah. shoots a rocket off and the rocket's pulled to a string and then it like, you know, everything happens. And, and in the end, it dumps a bucket of water on, on each of us. Uh, check out the new video by OK Go. They do something similar. I don't ah. think it should be water. It should be like confetti or something. It's got to be water. It's got to be ice water. No, No, fuck that. We've talked about this. A bucket of water is the same as flushing your toilet. Have you flushed your toilet during this? uh, We'll do it on my lawn and then it won't matter. It'll save me from using the sprinklers. Um, Because I have two little boys and so they go outside and water my plants. That is disgusting. And you should also know that using little bits of water like. Disgusting. So that's yeah, two references to the boys lady man. Never did that growing up. No, but that's just I pee everywhere I please. <laughs> but you're letting everyone know it's your as world is my urinal. <laughs> as I heard, since you were going to mark his couch. Yeah. See what? I marked your couch last oh, week. Oh yeah, and stuff, stuff in my room. Um, no, in a drought like this, it's not the single individual families not flushing their toilets that's going to save us from the drought. It's not that. It, we're talking mega mega tons of like gargantuan amounts of water that need to be it it's little people doing this and this is not making the the deficit i it, disagree it is making a difference i am making i think okay yes every, if that like, makes you feel like better voting. go ahead I'm making it's like voting right my one vote doesn't count for anything but if everybody thought that then my vote usually cancels out my husband's vote no oh, yeah you that's guys good differ. to hear oh completely are you conservative or democrat you mean conservative or progressive or liberal? Liberal. It depends upon the subject. Okay. The topic. Did you vote for? Well, I guess, you're not supposed to ask who you voted for. Says who? I don't know. For what? You're not supposed to. Ask it's not like a that. law or you're anything. You're not supposed to ask people who they voted for. It's like not asking. It's not a law to ask a woman how old she is, but well, you don't do that. But Actually, she can refuse to answer. Usually, most of the time, I write in Mickey Mouse. Because <laughs> that really helps. I do. I, I figure he's got a better shot than whoever's running. I will not seek, and oh. I shall not accept. <laughs> one of one of them is going to win, Mickey Mouse. It's just the unfortunate, his, the unfortunateness that it Marsh. is that we have to choose between a giant douche and a, and a turd, turd sandwich. sandwich. Yep. 
Is that from another movie? That no, I'm it's from Park. South Park oh. episode. Um, they're they're that. voting they're voting on a new mascot for the school, and, it's and their choices are a giant douche or a turd sandwich. And, and it gets basically gets pretty just commentary political. on the, ele- um, the election. So speaking of high school, um, since that's the reference you guys are making. Yeah, you said you had two questions. So. Oh. Well, I didn't even finish the first one about the ice bucket challenge. Oh, you feel free. So I was gonna also mention that uh, Rob's been out of town like the last three yeah, weekends, been so it's been a little hard to ha- find time to do it. But if it comes down to it, we'll just do a stupid thing of dumping ice water on our heads and yeah, challenge think, some other people. Gotta, but I think we have to have it done by this weekend. I think we're running. Out, we're out of time. We had, we had like three weeks to think about it, and we didn't really come up with anything. Well, nobody else offered anything except except since we were talking about um, last week. <laughs> I like your recognition dance. Uh, last week we talked about um, montage music. Two people, I think it was you and Aaron, the people who were watching the YouTube or the UStream video, uh, both said we should do a video montage of. In some way, the ice bucket challenge. So, either us like, wait, no, what was yours? I did not say that. What I did you say? The video of the guy getting knocked out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I the said we're not going to do that. Out doing the ice no, bucket it was a joke. It was a. Oh. So he goes. I'm going to get. I'm going to stand under this um, bulldozer. What do you call it? Digging yeah, machine. Like Big, yeah, you know, scooper upper. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the he goes. I'm going to. I nominate all these people, and he goes and runs and stands under it, and he's like, okay, do it now. And the guy in the cab goes like, is it this one? He goes, it's the one on the right. And he goes, you know, you just see it like jerking and lurching, and then he just apparently pushes the right one, and the arm just comes down straight and just knocks him out completely cold, and then it goes... <laughs> just drops the water on him as he's laying on the ground, just knocked out cold. It's a funny video, but I'm That's like, awesome. why would we just do the same funny video that guy already did? Because I want to see if you can do it. Because you want to see me get hit in the head with yeah. a no. Well, do you think that guy really hit himself in the head? No, but he made a better video than we could do doing that. We don't even have an excavator. We could rent one for like a thousand dollars. Okay, go for it, Rob. <laughs> Um, hey, I'm just the idea man. No, but I had two people say do a montage video of, and we totally could. It could be pretty we could. funny. I mean, we could just train. Yeah, for we could train a bucket for dumping, of ice water. and like prepare and get all. Maybe the gear. one of us like can't lift the bucket, and the other one or the other one like touches it, and they're like, "Ooh, it's too cold." <laughs> you have to work. So up you to train it. towards being in cold water. You practice. Hey, if Dolly Parton can do it, I think you guys can do it. What did she do? Just dumped water on her head. She had her niece in a white shirt. I don't know if she was wearing a white shirt, but um, I, I did watch it. But um, dump um, ice water on her. Yeah, but everybody's doing it. It, it. It's easy. We could just dump ice water on our heads. But like I said, we wanted hey. to do something that'll. First of all, I want to market the damn podcast. I Wait, want to make a video stupid, that people stupid check out. Stupid question. Stupid question. Dolly Parton's tits aren't real, right? Um. The truth behind that is that she was. She interviewed for a job at Dollywood once, and here's. Oh, I would love to work job at Dollywood. At Dolly Parton's boobs. No, she um, actually. Holding one of them up over her. Did head. have um, very. She was very um, blessed in that department, and she Endowed. was a singer, and she said she couldn't get anyone's attention, Without. so um, she got them removed and became very flat, and then she really couldn't get anyone's attention, so she had them put. Back in. Wait, did they know, having smaller boobs would get people's attention? She wanted people to take her seriously for her music, is what she oh, said. Okay. Um, because she was just starting out and she was doing the little like 
pick bars and stuff yeah. like that. And that's what she, she wanted. And then, so the, as the story goes that I read in an article. Okay. Um, it wasn't in Dolly Parton magazine. No, it was like women or something like that. Oh, I love that magazine. Yeah. Actually, wait, the one I read is different. Yeah, it's sure. got women in it. I'm sure it is. It's called Dinosaur. <laughs> but that's the story is that she was already very um, voluptuous to begin with. And she that's had a good them word. removed. And then um, couldn't get any attention afterwards. So she had them put in slightly Did larger. they keep what they took out and then put it back later? <laughs> <laughs> they froze it. Like, it's all right, Miss Barton. We have it right here. We yeah, haven't tossed it out yet. Not discussed in the magazine at all. Well, uh, inquiring minds want to know. Well, I'm I'm not sure that Dolly is the type of person that would um, tell, but I'm sure you can always email her. Did she ever do a voice on The Simpsons? She seems like somebody who should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. All right. She probably did. So did you have another question? Yeah. We got to wrap it up after that. You can ask another question if you want. I can't remember my other question. It was something about Ice Bucket Challenge and then... And then something about high school. No, it was a comment that I had, but that, that was... I can't remember. <laughs> Okay. Well, in that case, we're going to stop this show for real. I like um, to leave our audience with a feeling of, huh, I think we've done that. <laughs> Signing off. My name is Mike. I'm Rob. And I'm Kristen. And we will catch you on the flip side. Peace out. <laughs>